The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Welcome to the Pirate Radio Podcast, featuring special guests discussing a wide range of topics and personal stories. Now, inside the Pirate Radio studio, here's your host, Jonathan Ellerby. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast. I'm super excited to talk to today's guest because I've been a big fan in reading all his books for several years now. Today's guest is best-selling author and motivational speaker, John Gordon, and his wife, Catherine. John's most recent book was one he teamed up with his wife, Catherine, on called Relationship Grit, a true story with lessons to stay together, grow together, and thrive together. If you're married, you'll definitely need to read this book. Before we jump into the interview with John and Catherine, let me get you up to speed of who is John Gordon and why I think you'll be on Amazon ordering all his books very soon. John Gordon's best-selling books and talks have inspired readers and audiences around the world. His principles have been put to test by numerous Fortune 500 companies, professional and college sports teams, school districts, hospitals, and nonprofits. He's the author of over 20 books, including eight bestsellers, The Energy Bus, The Carpenter, Training Camp, You Win the Locker Room First, The Power of Positive Leadership, The Power of a Positive Team, The Coffee Bean, and Stay Positive. His clients include the Los Angeles Dodgers, Campbell Soup, Dell, Publix, Southwest Airlines, the Miami Heat, the Los Angeles Rams, Snapchat, Clemson Football, Northwestern Mutual, the West Point Academy, and more. John and his training and consulting company are passionate about developing positive leaders, organizations, and teams. Most recently, John helped the new Stanley Cup champions, Tampa Bay Lightning, with their slogan, Slay Dragons, as they were able to move forward after their disappointing 2019 first round loss and just win the Stanley Cup. John's books are very powerful, but so are his motivational speeches. Here, take a listen. I was at a leadership conference in Dallas. I look over in the front row and who's sitting there? Zig Ziglar, inspirational speaker, a legend, one of my heroes. I couldn't believe it. I ran over to Zig. I said, Zig, one of the big goals of my life was to meet you. He looked at me and said, you need to have bigger goals. Your certainty, your belief, your faith in what you're here to do and the difference you're here to make must be greater than all the doubt. I don't need a different team. I don't need a different family. I realized I needed to become a different leader. See, being positive not only makes us better, it makes everyone around us better. Is positive leaders drive positive cultures. Much of our, of our success in our life is that we keep running. We, we stay positive. We never give up. We don't get burned out because of what we do. We get burned out because we forget why we do it. Don't focus on building your business. Use your business to love, serve, and care, and your business will exponentially grow. We know that, that organizations and leaders, that when they're dealing with change, if they embrace it and they see it as something that is good, they're able to, to ride the wave of change. Whereas those who, who resist it get crushed by the wave. Most of our teams, most of our organizations, where we break down, where we start to fall apart is a lack of communication. Would you agree with that? Are you ready to put some more positivity into your life? Ready to learn about relationship grit? Stay tuned. The Pirate Radio Podcast with John and Catherine Gordon starts right now. All right, very excited to uh, welcome you into another edition of the Pirate Radio Podcast. Excited to go out to the telephone line and talk to my two special guests today, John and Catherine Gordon. Uh, Guys, welcome to the uh, Pirate Radio Podcast. Thank you so much for your time today. Thanks for having us. Hey, thank you. 
John, I'm a big fan of yours and uh, Catherine, a big fan of yours now after reading the Relationship Grit uh, book. And I want to get to that in a minute. But uh, first, uh, John, uh, I got hooked on your stuff with the uh, Energy Bus many years ago and uh, just kind of wanted to get some uh, folks up to speed with your story of how you got started in the uh, being in the positive business and uh, spreading such positivity throughout uh, everyone's life. Well, that story actually really goes very well with the book that we wrote, Relationship Grit, because I was miserable, I was negative, I was unhappy, I was making Catherine miserable, and she said, if you don't change, like, we're, we're over. She had enough of my negativity, I was ruining our marriage, and she finally gave me an ultimatum. And so I agreed to change, and that began this journey of working to become a more positive person. So I started to research ways that I could be more positive. It was during the emerging field of positive psychology, so I started to do all these different things to to be more positive, and I started writing about them. And next thing you know, people were reading them. I started a newsletter. People started to read the newsletter. Had five subscribers at the time, my mother, my brother, Catherine, my best friend from college. And slowly people started to share that, and that led me to writing books and speaking. And so I guess i, I got to give Catherine all the credit for me being more positive. Okay, Catherine has turned you into Mr. Positive. And now the Relationship Grit book was was awesome. I, I thought it was really cool because uh, it was it was you guys telling your story. Your other books are really kind of based on characters in and around, I guess, experiences and stuff. How hard was it uh, to write this book and uh, really be transparent and uh, really tell everybody about your flaws as, uh, as a couple? I'll go, I'll go first on that, and then Catherine can share, because... Um, I'm the one who really had to share my flaws because they were really my flaws. Catherine was, was always great in our relationship, so I had to to really reveal a lot of of the things I did wrong. And that was hard, to be honest, because people know me now, who I've become, and the books I've written, and the work that I get to do, and, and all the leadership talks I give to all these incredible organizations and teams, and they don't know the backstory. They don't know who I was. And so it was hard to write. It was hard to be vulnerable, but I knew that I needed to be in order to let people know that they can change because so many people are in difficult marriages and so many men, right, maybe aren't the best actors in those relationships. And so I wanted them to know that you can get better. You can change. And I had to share my, my true self, my whole self, my, my real self, my backstory so that they can know that they could actually get better too. And, and Kath could speak more to that as well. Well, yeah, I mean, and that's what was happening is I kept running into women who were on the verge of separation or divorce, and uh, I would share with them things that had happened in our relationship, and they were shocked. And I started to realize, wow, people aren't talking about this. And so I would come home, and I would tell John these, these stories, and and that's when we really decided, you know what, we need to get this out. And it was, I think it was a big risk for John, and, and it's been so well-received, and I'm so grateful, you know, to, like he said, share that part of him, that, that he, that how he behaved and how he acted. But, you know, to be able to see where he is now and where he's gotten with it says, look, if we can do it, anybody can do it. If we can stay together, anybody can. It uh, was really awesome. One of the things you guys talk about in the book is being a uh, one team and being together. John is being a best-selling author, and then and then Catherine. Uh, I know you have some writing background too. Was was it hard to co-write a book together? And how did the process come together? That when you were like the light bulb went off and said we should do it. So you know it was interesting. In the beginning, we were sitting at separate computers trying to share documents, and then at one point we decided. 
I'm going to sit down and write at John's computer, and then he would get up and he would write. And that really started to develop a, a real symbiotic uh, uh, happening there. And um, let me tell you, in the course of writing this book, we definitely, when, when, this, when we wrote about certain things, it brought up my issues, I think, a lot more than John's. And so there were times we were fighting in the, in the process of writing this book. But it, it, it was good. It was good to kind of get through that because to be able to relive that in a little bit way helped us come up with, you know, the tools and the strategies and remembering the things that we did that we could share that would be able to help couples. So it really helped us with some of the tools and the rules that we applied or, or that we put into the book. And, and Jonathan, definitely in terms of the writing process, uh, Catherine would edit my stuff when I'd be mm-hmm. done writing, and I would edit some of her stuff, so we went back and forth on the editing process, and, and that, that was a cool part of it as well. But when the issues were coming up and Catherine was getting mad, I said, honey, let's not get divorced writing a book about relationship grit. Like, we need to stay together as we write this book. Because I'm like, remember, that's not me anymore. That's who I was. It's not who I am now. Remember who I am now. So we had this fun process. Of, you know, we, we made light of it, but it was a difficult process. But we literally wrote the same chair, not at the same time, same computer, and it was something I've never done before, but it just worked for us doing that back and forth style in the same uh, same chair, same computer. It's really cool. One of the things I was laughing when you're talking about getting divorced, right in relationship, but because in your book you talk about everybody's got to be open to feedback, and you got to you know get feedback, uh, give feedback with love, and receive it with humility. I mean, did you guys ever catch yourself like, hold on a second, we got to tap the brakes and uh, practice what we're preaching here? No, actually, I mean, we were pretty were good about it. The funny thing is I've written 22 books, right, 10 bestsellers, and, and my wife, this was her first one, but guess who was the expert now as we wrote this book? Oh, <laughs> you know, so, so but Catherine, Catherine, I joke about that, Catherine's a great editor, and so she would actually refine my writing a little bit and made me a lot better. So I'm like, hey, where have you been all these years? I needed, <laughs> I needed you with these other books. Raising our children. Right, so, so that was great. And Catherine, what I realized in this process, like she was a really good writer. Like people have written some of her Facebook posts, and people who have read this book said, wow, we know who the better writer in the family is now. So that's been cool to see that her, she had this gift all along and yet was never really sharing it until now. And, and her writing was really good. I just helped her organize some of the things she would write because sometimes she would write a bunch of stuff. I'd say, oh, no, honey, this goes here. This should go here. This should go here. So she ended in my writing, but I, ought to, I also had a good idea, having, having written a number of books, where each part that she was writing should go. And I was like, we should save this part for later in the book. And so that really helped it uh, work together. So really, we, we were both very humble in writing it and really made each other better in the process. It was really reflective of our marriage over time that I could truly say that I would not be who I am today if it wasn't for her. John Gordon, Catherine Gordon, our special guest, Relationship Grit is their book, a true story with lessons to stay together, grow together, and thrive together. Um, how did you guys come up with the acronym GRIT and uh, what does it stand for and the, the theme of it throughout the book? John, you want to start? Now you share that, honey. So, of course, the first uh, G is God. And you have to bring God into your relationship. And that was something, even though we went through a lot of the things that we went through in the last 20-something years in between there, the first thing we did when we met the very first night we got together, we talked about God all night. And while we might have, you know, put him on the back burner throughout this 
you know, relationship at points, that's the number one thing. And then the next thing is to resolve. When you get into um, situations or, you know, hard times with your spouse, you really have to resolve to work it out. Resolve to stick together. You know, they say, you, you know, the grass is not always greener on the other side. So stick it out. And then the I is invest. You need to invest the time with your relationship and to to give your partner time. So invest that time in them. And there's a study that, that says, um, John, what's the got John Gottman study? Yeah, when you make time for each other, like just making time for each other, the research shows those are the marriages that are more likely to stay together where the spouse says or the partner says, hey, can you, can you show me this or I want you to see this or can you help me with the groceries or can you help me do this? And you just make those small moments, small interactions of time. That is really the number one predictor of whether a marriage stays together. So you do have to invest. You don't want to be a, con- a consumer in your relationship where you're just taking from it. You want to invest. It's about we, not me, mm-hmm. making the marriage and the team stronger. And then together, it can't just be one person. If one person wants to make the marriage work, but the other doesn't, it's not going to work. It has to be two together. That's why we offer a free action plan with the book, where people, couples can read the book together, do the action plan. And it, it could be the beginning of therapy if you want to go to therapy, but you may not need therapy if you actually do the book and work through this action plan together. And it's going to help you bring these principles to light. And going back to the God thing, I mean, for us, we were very spiritual Early on, we, I wouldn't say we had much of a, a faith tradition. We both grew up, you know, Catherine grew up uh, Irish Catholic. I grew up uh, in a Jewish-Italian uh, family, which we never went to church or temple. So I want couples to know this is not about a religious thing. Right. For us, it was about, like, if you study any addiction program, you need a higher power to help you get through it. And what we say is that a marriage, you need the three chords to be strong. Two chords is strong. But three chords is what really makes you bond and stronger together. And God is that third chord in that relationship. Our faith grew over time. And to be honest, my faith is what changed me and made me a better husband and better man. And that's when our marriage really improved, when I became a better man. But, but for us, it's, we want people to know it's just about you know, trying to bring that spiritual, that higher power that got into your relationship. The one thing you guys just mentioned is uh, making time for each other. And the one thing I think a lot of people have had together during COVID and 2020 this year is that time has been spent with uh, couples together. Doesn't necessarily that it means good amount of time. How do you think uh, this book fits in with uh, its, its release period kind of during one of the craziest times in, in American history or the history of the world with uh, this pandemic and uh, the amount of time healthy or unhealthy time people are spending together. Yeah, the wild thing about that is we wrote this book before the pandemic, having no idea a pandemic was coming, and yet it's so timely for right now. And while couples are spending a ton of time together, as you said, it may not be good to- a good time because they don't have a strong foundation. So if you had a crack in your foundation of your relationship, it has become a canyon during COVID. The issues are being realized, and so the issues are now coming to the surface. And that's where Catherine talks a lot about in the book about communication, about connecting, about committing and caring. You do these four C's. You do the things that we talk about in this book, and you bring them to light, and you talk about the issues. That allows you to work through them. And you have to heal together in your relationship. So, so now is the time that you're spending so much time together, it's revealing the challenges. 
but it's also a time for healing to see what those issues are. And now you have to have those conversations in order to grow stronger together. So you're either running from each other or running towards each other. And we want people to run towards each other. In the book, uh, I thought one of the best parts is when Catherine wrote about uh, the curse of expectations and uh, the appreciation of, of your differences. I, I found that part, and especially now, because uh, when, when you are spending so much time together, the, the expectations of what the other person is supposed to be doing in the house when you're spending more time at home or, you know, is this, is this can really uh, be, be, create a crack in the foundation of your relationship. Yeah, it really can, um, you know, and that's, again, when you're, you've got to communicate. Um, you know, John, and I say this in the book, he's very organized and I'm pretty much, you know, I'm organized when I, when, I, when I feel like it. So since we've been home together, you know, I've had to, you know, put a little more effort into, oh, as soon as I wash a dish. I mean, it's little things like that, you know, that you do for each other because that's just it. You know, again, remembering you're on the same team. You know, and if that's something that makes John happy, you know, I don't always want to do, you know, I don't always want to do that, you know, but that's a part of investing in the relationship. Yeah, she's talking about like after she does, uh, after she eats, Catherine will leave the plates in, in, in the sink. And I grew up where, you know, when you're done and you eat, you actually wash the dishes right away. <laughs> and so for me, I'm just like a organized person. I like to have like clutter-free. I'm able to write and think clearly when I have a clutter-free environment. And Catherine's okay leaving her stuff all around. So during this time together, like we've had to apply our own principles, yeah, yeah. you know, during COVID. I asked Catherine on a scale of one to ten, how much you like to be married to me the other day. And she said, pre-COVID or now? <laughs> and and my, so my goal is to stay a, stay a seven and eight. But we really have used these principles during this time. And, and like we, we've talked about, we've communicated. She's putting more effort in. But I also have to make sure that I'm not harping on stupid things and, and creating an uncomfortable environment. So I'll make sure that I do my thing. I leave the house. I go walk. I shoot uh, you know, basketball hoops and and have some fun. Catherine does her thing. She goes and, 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 you know, and plays tennis, and she'll be active. And so we each do our own thing, but then we also make time to come together as well. John Gordon, Catherine Gordon, the authors of Relationship Grit. Uh, guys, what, what are y'all's tips for couples that want to build a, a stronger relationship in their marriage? Well, I believe in family meetings. If you don't have children, then just the two of you. But, but picking a time each week to get together, sit down, and talk about what's going on. Talk about, you know, issues you might be having or struggles for the week, and especially, like I say, if you do have kids. But having that family meeting, I felt really was such a good thing that we, when we started doing that, that really brought us together. So that would be one thing I would say. And then I think a big thing is, um, you know, Catherine talks about this all the time, is just complimenting, encouraging. Mm -hmm. When you encourage you put courage into. So as a couple, you want to encourage each other and put courage into each other. A lot of times there's fear. And to be honest, early in our marriage, I was very fearful that I wouldn't be able to provide, that she would want to go be with another man and find a man that was more successful than me and that would be able to provide for her better than me. So I had a lot of you know, inadequacy issues early on, which led to insecurity, which led to then acting out, right? So once you talk about these fears and you're vulnerable, and you also encourage each other. So Catherine really encouraged me over the years, and I grew so much in, in so many ways because of her encouragement. And now I would say I'm her biggest encourager. Yeah. Always encourage her. 
pushing her, challenging her, loving her, supporting her. You know, and, and even like when I started seeing her writing, and I'm like, wow, your writing is so good. She's like, really? I'm like, yeah. So we really encourage each other, and I think the book is a culmination of that. But a lot of couples, Catherine writes about it, they compete. They don't encourage. So she's really big on compliments. You want to talk about complimenting, Catherine? Well, yeah, and, you know, when, when I was raising the children and, and John would be flying off a lot to go speak and he would walk into the kitchen and he was all cleaned up in his suit and I'd stand there where I'd have my nightgown on, my hair would be all crazy, and I really wanted to cut him down. And that was just because I felt bad about myself but I would make an effort to compliment him. And he would get the biggest smile on his face. And, you know, the more I did that, the easier it became for me to do and the better I started to feel about myself and the relationship. And so that's where the complimenting comes in. You mentioned early uh, that, that your relationship wouldn't always start off uh, so great. When do you think your marriage became great and, y- and y'all, y'all established this grit that you wrote about? Well, ironically, it actually became great after he admitted some 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 things to me. Uh, we went through a really hard time, um, but but what came out of that was the fact that I really loved him and I wanted to stay with him, and he was a different person from the person that that had done what what he did early on in our marriage. And the other thing was he he found found his religion. So he became a Christian and really started to work on himself. So I think those two things really made a huge difference for us in our relationship. Yeah, I was I was 40 when I told her that you know about infidelity mm-hmm. and I was like 30 when it happened. So I mean 10 years and so I think at that point I had become a different person and yet I was sharing something that I felt like a previous person had done but I still had to own my actions and take responsibility for it. And I didn't need to tell her. It wasn't that I was guilty. I, I just felt like I, I had to tell her because I knew we weren't as strong as we could have been or needed to be if we had secrets between us. So I didn't want any secrets. So I just told her. And it was it was a hard thing to tell her. And she was so angry. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. And it, it could have ended our relationship. I thought it was going to end our relationship. But then after that is when it really got strong. We made a covenant that we were going to stick together no matter what forever that we were going to be faithful to each other forever, which was easy because I had been doing that the last 10 years, and Catherine had always been faithful. So for me, that was easy, but I just knew that we, it was something that came to us that we should do. And then also we started a family uh, a prayer, a family prayer and a, and a marriage prayer, where every night before bed we would, we would say a prayer while we were in bed together. And that's, again, the, that's when God really came back into our marriage in a big way and, and strengthened it. And then from there... Uh, I, I spent a whole spring at home instead of traveling a lot like I was doing. Catherine was really struggling with the kids, and the kids were going through a tough time, and she asked me to stay home. And as we wrote in the book, I, I decided, well, I didn't really have a choice. I needed to stay home. But, but it was the best decision I ever made to just to, to, to really agree with what she needed. And from doing that and serving her and, and the family, that's when we became a really strong family. That's when we became a strong team, a marriage. And I grew with my kids in a lot of ways. That's when I really got close to my kids doing that. So that was a really important time. 
the book Relationship Grit. It is uh, awesome. I recommend it to anybody that's married or uh, dating. It uh, can really help you out. Uh, John Gordon, Catherine Gordon, uh, what's next uh, for the Gordons? Will there be another uh, co-authored book? Or, uh, John, are you working on another one? Well, I'm working on another one. Got a couple other ones coming out. The Coffee Bean for Kids is coming out. But um, Catherine's probably going to write you know, another book for, for women, just really focused on her, her advice and her her secrets she's been sharing with women all these years. And that's the other thing. She's always talking to her girlfriends, giving them advice. So I said, you should write a book where you write about the honest, raw, straightforward advice that you always give your friends. Because they always laugh and they crack up and like, I can't believe you're saying that, but <laughs> it's things that need to be said. And, and she says it. We do want to say one thing. The Relationship Grip book, though, if you are single, it's still for you. Because as we say, it like, will prepare you for your next relationship. If you're not in one, where you want to be in one, it's going to give you tips to be better when you get into a relationship. So it's not just for for couples to read this book. Yeah, because, I mean, let's face it. If you don't get it right this time, you're going to have to get it right the second time or the third. Yep. So, you know, no matter where you go, there you are. So really, some of my best relationship work came when I was single or, you know, get out of a bad relationship. So, yes, highly recommend it for single people as well. Well, awesome. Before I pre- you met me. Yeah, before I met him. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Great points there. This book is uh, perfect for everyone. And John, I think all your books are outstanding and uh, people can go to johngordon.com and, and see all about uh, the good stuff that, and books that you've done. They're, they're, they're fun to read. They're easy to read. They're very powerful, have a, have a great message. And uh, I certainly appreciate you and uh, Catherine taking some time out and uh, joining us on the Pirate Radio podcast today and uh, sharing your story about this book. And we look forward to uh, all your future endeavors as well. Hey. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for having us. And that's uh, John Gordon, J-O-N Gordon, by the way. And for the free action plan, if they want, it's relationshipgritbook.com for the free action plan. Yeah, And I'm at um, Catherine Gordon on Instagram, at Catherine Gordon. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. And I look forward thank to catching you. up with you again soon. Hey, thank you so much, Jonathan. Bye-bye. Thanks to John and Catherine Gordon for spending some time with me today. I hope you will check out their new book, Relationship Grit. It made me a better person, and I bet it will improve you as well and your relationship with your spouse. Remember this tidbit from today. When you make God the center of your relationship and you resolve to stay together and invest in your relationship together, you will not only develop relationship grit, you will also create a special relationship filled with more love, joy, laughter, intimacy, and commitment than you ever thought possible. As you can tell, I'm a huge fan of John's books and messages, and it was an honor to get to spend some time with him today. Give John a follow on his social media and learn more about the power of being positive by visiting johngordon.com. We'll be back very soon with another edition of the Pirate Radio Podcast. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to our podcast in your Apple store by searching for Pirate Radio Podcast. Visit our website, PR927FM.com, and also follow us on social media at PR927FM to keep up with all the latest news and information. Until next time, have a great day, everyone. You've been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.